Hey there, welcome to another episode of Agency Journey. This is Andrew, and today I'm excited to bring Jeff Skadra from Focus First Business Advisors onto the podcast. And Jeff's going to be talking about all about time management for busy entrepreneurs. So if you've ever been in a spot where you feel like you want to cram more into a day, you just want to make a little bit more time, well, Jeff's going to share some quick tips that can help you optimize your day for maximum productivity. So without further ado, here we go. Hey, before we get started here, let me tell you about our sponsor for today's episode, Float. As an agency owner, you need quick, reliable answers to questions like, how much money will I make next month? Or when can I make my next hire? And Float, the cash flow software for Zero and QuickBooks Online, helps you make smarter business decisions with confidence. To get an exclusive six-week free trial of Float and set up a call with one of their cash flow experts, you can just visit floatapp.com slash agency journey, all one word again, floatapp.com slash agency journey. All right, Jeff, welcome aboard. Excited to have you on Agency Journey today. Um, would you mind taking a few seconds and just introduce yourself to the audience, give them a little bit of a background on how you got to where you are here today? Hey, thanks for having me on here. I've uh, just a quick note on that. I've been listening to your show for some time now. <laughs> uh, you've been around for how many years? This is the fifth this year podcast? on the podcast. Uh, fifth year. Yeah. So I, I think I've listened to every single year you've been out, uh, even back when I had my agency. So it's awesome to be on here and uh, I appreciate you having me. So uh, how I got started, um, just a super quick, interesting story that I think is super relevant back in the third grade, right? Going all the way We're going back, way back the, man. <laughs> the third grade. Um, I somehow got an entrepreneurial bug. I don't know if it was genetic or what it was, but uh, we were doing paper football, right? During uh, football, during this time of year. Yeah. And, uh, and we kept wearing them out, right? So I went home and uh, engineered a new version, which was really just packing tape, right? Around <laughs> uh, maybe some markers. But uh, uh, I took it into school the next day and I sold them <laughs> for milk money, right? That's I was like, give me your milk money uh, in a nice way. I didn't bully anybody, right? <laughs> That's great. And uh, so that kind of really kicked off that entrepreneurial bug and um, went to college for science, actually, and then switched to art. So I was huge into science. Um, and I loved science tremendously. But then there was a part of me that just switched right into art, into graphic design. Um, and so that's where I started my career was was in graphic design, a uh, little bit of agency work and then some in-house stuff that led me to some awesome, awesome projects um, working with government agencies, actually like NASA and Homeland Security and EPA and all these really cool projects. And it's, it, it, it really developed my chops and everything. Like I got to do branding, I got to do like design for museums and, and brochures and just like the gamut, right? Everything you can think of. Dang. But what was awesome is that I worked for tens and this led me to uh, be able to freelance and then open a um, four 10 hour days and, and help me to open a, uh, an office for this freelancing work that I had been doing. And so I started an agency and ran that for a while. Um, and it really led me to a lot of stress and anxiety is what it led mm. me to. <laughs> yeah. And a lot, a lot, a lot of time issues, right? So, uh, which was a big cause of the time management. And it's the thing that, that everyone's, a lot of the coaches are talking about now, which is, you know, no time to work uh, on the business, constantly working in the business. And yeah. it's a trap that not just agency owners, but business owners in general fall into. And I did as well. And so 
again, that, that stereotypical working 60 to 80 hours a week and seven days a week, not seeing my kids um, hardly at all. You know, I come home, they'd be sleeping and, and wake up the next morning, see for 20 minutes. And then I'd be off again and just yeah. constant, 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 constant grind, you know, and it just really, really, to be honest, it really sucked and yeah. sucked the life out of me. And as uh, I got into it and, you know, started figuring out, I worked with a coach and, and not only that, but, you know, made the mistakes, learned the lessons, got past them, moved on, um, sold my agency, which was really uh, unexpected. Uh, somebody just came to me. It was actually a prospect that I was trying to sell to who, uh, <laughs> who decided they thought it would be a cool idea if we all worked together. And, and so make a long story short, I worked there for three years, but through this whole process and, and some of the, the experience I had at this new company led me to want to do more, um, more for uh, particularly business owners at that point, right? I was a kind of little out of the agency world. I was still in marketing. Yeah. Um, and I just, there was something inherent in me that just wanted to help others not have to go through the same issues that I went through, right? Yeah. Get through them faster. So I set out to create a focus first business advisors. Um, didn't have a name at the time, but I just jumped right in and grabbed a course online on how to consult and uh, you know, the, the basics of consulting and, and you know, some of the, some of the key elements, but then I pieced together everything that I knew needed fixed in my business when, yeah. when I was an agency, um, what were all the pieces that needed fixed? And I tried everything back then, right? All of the, um, uh, different high performance uh, booklets and courses and can't imagine I can't even remember how much money I spent on on different courses trying to fix the problem right yeah um, and really at the end of the day what I found to be most the the most helpful was that coach that I did hire and who gave me the accountability and who helped me keep me on track and help me be disciplined because I, I had a to be honest I had a lack of self-discipline you know yeah. and I, it just, this was tough. So if, if you zoom back out, like you, you can, you sit in a good seat right now because you can look back objectively on how you behaved in that owner seat for a while. What do you, like, how would you diagnose if you're a, a doctor looking back to like diagnose your former self, what would you say was, what caused that busyness? Was it lack of prioritization? Was it chaos? Was it clients demanding different things? Like, if you were to boil it down, what's left at the end of that process? Yeah, you know, and it's, that was a question that I really asked myself, especially when I was trying to think about what would I do and what would I call myself, right? And I was like, the one thing that I was lacking was focus. And it was a lack of focus in lots of different areas. And, and I believe that's why I, I landed on the methodology that I landed on. Um, you know, a lot of, um, coaches and gurus are focusing only on sales, only on messaging, only on, and I, I just, I feel like it's a disservice to um, not at least touch on some of those points in all businesses because it adds up to creating a better life for the agency owner. Mm -hmm. um, it allows when you have um, more focus in your fulfillment, in your systems, you know, that's, it's eliminating the chaos, which is freeing up time for the owner when you know what to focus on as an owner, when you know how to prioritize these things, then that also helps with your time management. You know, mm -hmm. even as simple as saying my priority is on my family. 
Um, somebody I'm working with right now, well, that was one of his goals is to free up more time for his family. And just two weeks in, I said, well, what would happen if you just took Fridays off or, or like the Friday afternoons off, right? Just block that out. Just see what happens. Mm-hmm. So far, it's not caused any issues for him. He's been mm-hmm. able to figure out um, other ways to, um, to, to complete some of the tasks that he was doing in that time. Um, and so looking back and answering that question, I think it was that it was just just this lack of focus, which caused lack of prioritization, which caused um, the chaos, which caused me to be reactive, reactionary mm-hmm. instead of proactive in my business. Now, can we let's define focus a little bit. Do you think that the root of the problem that most agencies are going through is a lack of like long term focus? Is it what should I be doing this quarter? I'm focusing on doing too much. Is that what am I supposed to do today? Like <laughs> how, what's that framework or structure for bringing some, some sanity to all that's on the plate right now? Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's a little bit of all that. I hate to say that, but um, you know, how you focus is, is critical and it really starts with the person. And we, we have this idea of, you know, creating yourself, um, moving yourself from a DIY owner to more of a CEO mindset. Mm-hmm. The DIY owner is trying to do everything and, and they won't, they don't want to let go. And so this is causing a lot of the time issues. Um, but uh, rephrase the question again. I'm sorry. So focus, <laughs> I started like, to go off on a tangent. Is it do you, like, as you're in the, cause you work with agency owners one-on-one, you're in the trenches with them. You see their calendars, you see their diaries, their to-do lists. Is it typically, is the low-hanging fruit for you, hey, we need to resort what's the to-dos that sit on your plate today? Or is it, hey, we need to take a step back and zoom out to the 50,000-foot level because the way you've positioned your agency in the market is ensuring that you're going to continually be bombarded by client requests because you're reactive to all that they want to do. Does that delineation make sense there? Yeah, yeah. So- uh, this this DIY to CEO sort of methodology that we use up front, which is critically important for us um, to to help you know unlock all the other pieces of your business, really does start around them themselves, their goals. So kind of yes, looking a little bit high level, but but personally, like what is their life goal? What does their life vision look like? And then from that, we can start to design um, you know a time. Uh, a time block or a time map, right? We're able to create a time map for them based on a time audit that we've done and really understand where they're spending their time um, and create this, this map, which is essentially a, you know, other people have called it a time budget too. Um, This idea that, that I want to spend more time with my family and I want to focus on the key things that are most important and they're going to move my business forward, but I never have time to do it. So what I do is we just simply say, okay, your, your best time, whatever that is for you, if it's the morning, if it's the afternoon, your best time, even just 45 minutes to an hour, you know, I don't try to like say, let's, let's spend entire days doing things we do incrementally and get them to focus those priority tasks in that time. I, I was inspired by the books, The One Thing and Compound Effect. You know, those are yeah. awesome books. So putting kind of those ideas together that you have to do it consistently every single day. Um, and so it's this idea of um, what's your focus time? Um, what, what's, what are the things that are going to move your business faster that are going to get you to your goals? So um, the goals, the time blocking, the audit, 
Uh, and then really discipline and self accountability is critical. And I think that's why there's a huge advantage of working with a coach that they're the ones that are able to, to help you create these new habits. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the ones who are going to hold you and, and create the discipline for you because that's really tough. And I had a, I had a, hu- a really hard time with that of staying focused and sticking to this, the, the same format over and over and over again. So yeah. someone who's just there, they're saying it over and over again. Where do you think saying no fits into the equation here? Maximizing focus and just like reducing what's coming in. Do you see that popping up for your clients that are the folks that you're working with right now? Yeah, I do. Uh, right now, the clients that I'm working with, it's around who they're working with, who their clients are. Um, mm-hmm. That really leads into a second part of our methodology around the simplifying your model, You know, making sure that they understand who their best client is. Um, you know, one of my newer clients right now is built, basically built his business on uh, restaurants, you know, mm-hmm. and, and a particular, you know, ethnic restaurant in particular, and he's got a great business, but then he tells me, oh, and then we have, you know, um, another client, right? And we have um, a business client and this client, that client. And, and so one of the, the goals for us is to figure out, okay, how do we replace those clients with, you know, your core client and say no to, anything that comes your way just because you feel like you need the money. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's why people get reactionary because they're in a place and they're scared and, and they feel like if they, if they just, you know, if, if they open it up to everything, that's going to solve the problem. More revenue is going to solve the problem, which isn't mm-hmm. the case. And yeah, saying no is, is super critical to that. Yeah. So from a, if we've got an owner here who's running between meetings and they're, they're feeling that same pressure that you were talking about earlier, where you were at as the agency owner, overwhelmed. Um, they got a lot on the plate. They're not spending time with family the way that they would want to. You mentioned blocking, proactively blocking time, owning that time on the calendar, put it, using other blocks to prioritize tasks. Anything else that you recommend kind of low hanging fruit to help owners take control of the time um, and really get a, a better grip on, on that calendar and how they're spending their time? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it really just comes down to, to knowing the data, like I said before, right? So the, the, I was a science guy and, and I really love the data. So that audit, you know, just simply doing just tracking your time for, I love telling people to do it for two weeks. If you can do it for just a week, even it's going to open your eyes and be so be very specific. The more specific you are, the, the more eye opening it's going to be. Um, and then categorize those, you know, figure out what the major, blocks are and then create that time map based on those blocks and you're gonna you're gonna start to see where you can say no and how you can just focus on doing emails uh once a day you know or or once every other day even you know in some cases you know you're gonna figure out which ones are the really the prioritize the priorities and which ones can can focus on and you're gonna find out if you do this you know with the clients we're working with in just two weeks, you know, we've helped these, uh, a couple of my clients bring on, uh, one client brought on $10,000 into their pipeline in recurring revenue just because they weren't able to do it before. Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't really do a whole lot for them except help them free up their time. And the other one brought on 6,000 and recurring revenue and closed it within that time. Again, because there was, um, there was this, these opportunities out there that they couldn't focus on. Yeah. So having that discipline up front, if you can do it on your own, that's amazing. If you can have that discipline, it's going to yield a tremendous amount of results to to have that focus. That's awesome. As you walk a client through a time audit 
what are some, what are some things that surprise them on the other side of that? Um, any common takeaways or common things that you see as folks go through that process with you? Just wasted time. Um, I think I read a stat that um, there's up to 21% of your week is, is usually in wasted time for business owners. Um, so they're, they're seeing how inefficient they are and yeah. that they're spending, you know, too much time in admin or email or even client, you know, client relations, um, which, which is important, but not a place where an owner needs to be spending all their time. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so what are, if you're working with a client and they're feeling like I can't, I'm trying these things, but I keep getting sucked back in. Do you ever, do you ever need to reset with them um, and, and kind of push them in a new direction or try things a different way? Um, like if you've got someone on here who's tried a bunch of different things, like you've mentioned um, and needs a shakeup, um, any, any tips that you would share with them on how they can take back that time? Yeah. I mean, I think the, the people that I've worked with when I see that happening um, is because they're not being consistent enough. Mm. You know, they're not sticking to the plan. They're letting, um, and, and so actually one of the, one of the biggest things is the meetings, right? Allowing meetings to take up whatever time, especially client meetings, yeah. allowing them to just be reactionary. So if they can, if they can just simply block their meeting time and say, and be very disciplined and say, I'm only meeting with people on these hours, on these days, mm-hmm. that's going to save them a ton. And it's going to keep them from, uh, kind of being all over the place and ha- even having to reset. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, Jeff. Thank you for giving us some in the trenches tips here on how folks can take control of their calendars. If anyone wants to learn more about what you're up to, where you're at, um, how can they go? Where can they go to learn more? Awesome. Yes, I have a website, Focus First Advisors. It's advisors with an O at the end, dot com. Um, And we have a Facebook group uh, called the 2X Agency Accelerator. Uh, just search that on Facebook and I fill it with tons of value, time management tips, systems, strategies, everything that you need to scale your business in less time. Um, but that's, that's how you get a hold of me. That's awesome. Man. I'm always available. Well, thank you for coming here and sharing, sharing this advice. Hopefully you folks take some action on this, snag back some of that time. Um, until next time, we'll talk to you later. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Hey, here at Zen Pilot, Gray and I believe that agency owners shouldn't have to do things more than once. So if your operations at your agency feels kind of like a messy kitchen that you don't want anyone else to see, I want to invite you over to zenpilot.com. There you can check out the different service offerings we have to help you turn that chaos into calm, controlled productivity. That's zenpilot.com. We can help you take your agency operations to the next level by walking you through a proven three-step process. Number one, we'll work with you to set your system up Map it all out, understand the unique roles and workflows that apply to your service offering. Two, we'll configure all of that inside of a project management system. We love ClickUp for that. And then three, we'll train your entire team on how to use the system and keep it up to date so that you and your leadership team have a predictable data set that you can pull insights out of and use to make clear business decisions. This is going to increase your client retention and it's going to increase your team morale because everyone's going to know where to find everything that they need and everyone's going to have clear expectations about what they need to be doing. So that's zenpilot.com. If you want help taking your 
chaotic, perhaps, agency operations to the next level, zenpilot.com. Check out our offerings there and feel free to fill out a form and say, hey, we'd love to hop on a call and see if those three steps can help you take it to the next level. Until next week, we'll see you here on the podcast. Cheers.